Welcome to the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. Are you over 40 and tired of struggling with your weight? Do you feel like you're constantly starting over with your nutrition and fitness? I'm Lil, a certified nutrition coach and former registered nurse, and I too have been there. At the age of 44, I decided I was done with being stuck in the vicious diet cycle. I became a nutrition coach and created the Feel Your Best formula for women who are ready to do things differently. If you're ready to build a better relationship with food, get your energy back, build muscle, lose fat, and keep it off for good, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's build your formula for feeling your best. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. I'm Lil, and today let's talk about getting your life together by finally understanding what balance is, and we're going to talk about the truth about balance because in reality, balance is often this far-off, nebulous, sort of murky, cloudy idea that we have in our head, right? And we feel like we should always be striving to find balance. And I don't think I would be lying if I said probably you've never really felt like you actually found it. Somehow we think if we can just find balance, then everything's going to be better. Your life is going to be easier. You're going to be happier. You're going to finally attain all those goals that you want in life and so much more. And here's the thing. I personally feel balance has been sold to us in this really unattainable way because let's be honest. We think of balance and we think it means we enter the state of being where we're just able to do all things equally. We are able to absolutely kill it at our job and we are mom of the year and we're the best friend and partner and just everything is just rosy and we feel so good about everything in our life and we think that's what we need to be working towards. And the truth is balance doesn't work like that. It doesn't look like that. It is literally impossible for us to do it all. And I would go so far as to say, if you think of someone in your mind where you think, oh my goodness, she just has it all together. She has figured out this balance thing. I'm telling you, she either has a lot of help or she's doing some serious sacrificing and suffering behind the scenes so that you're only seeing the rosy exterior, which I think we see a lot of on social media where you just see the highlight reels and it looks like everyone's life is all perfect behind the scenes because them and their children are wearing matching outfits and their kids are doing cute things and they're being very extroverted and public about maybe displays of affection or, you know, the things their partners do for them. And I can't tell you, I mean, social media has been around long enough where we can see through the facade on a lot of these people. There's been very influential influential people out there who 
you know, try to ha show you that they have the perfect marriage and tell you to do what they're doing, and then they end up divorced. So putting people on a pedestal and looking at someone else's life and thinking, oh, if I could just be like her, you know, then I'll finally have it figured out. I just don't think that's a super effective way to really find what you're looking for in your own life. And my definition of balance this year is really to just feel confident with my decisions. My word for the year that I chose, which I haven't done in a couple of years. I mean, honestly, for a couple of years there, I was just in survival mode, trying to get through the day, trying to take care of my family, trying to take care of my myself as best I could. And I wasn't interested in doing these sort of extra things like, oh, finding a word for the year. But this year I said, you know what? I know what I really need in my life this year, and I really just want to focus on systems for all parts of my life because I've just found that systems make life so much easier. And one thing that systems can help you with is feeling confident in your decisions. And personally, I feel that that's what balance really is, where you are confident that when you're saying yes to one thing and saying no to something else, that it is the best decision and it's nuanced. And you might be given the same exact choice two, three, four different times. And you might make a different decision each of those times based on you know what you are looking at right in front of you in that moment. So feeling good about your decisions and not second guessing yourself. Really, in my mind, that is what happens when you truly find balance and you have clarity on what you're working towards and what's important to you. So one way to look at it is balance is about prioritizing what is most important right now in this moment and doing your best to make decisions today that you can be thankful for tomorrow. A lot of this goes back to what I discussed on past episodes. I have an entire episode, <clears throat> sorry, about self-accountability and self-discipline. Those are two of my most popular episodes where it's a message that I think a lot of you need to hear and just some good reminders for you because you're going to need to have self-accountability and self-discipline if you truly want to find that balance that you desire. Ultimately, it's about being honest with yourself and realizing that the all-in or all-out mentality is the opposite of finding balance and it literally gets you nowhere. Seeking balance and sustainability is the key to feeling the way you wanna feel when it comes to your healthy habits. When it comes to your healthy lifestyle, I think often we can have this sort of cloud of stress, anxiety, and um, sometimes feeling frantic or desperate when it comes to your plan. And this is what leads to the all in or all out approach because you're trying to force things that are not necessarily the best fit for you. And instead of having this feeling of stress and anxiety and worrying that you're going to fail, balance is about having peace with your plan, being at peace with your decisions so that you can stay motivated and committed to your long-term goals. And you really need to have balance if you want this to be sustainable for you. In most diet, fitness, 
quick weight loss plans are very imbalanced. They force you into the state of imbalance where this plan overtakes your life and your entire existence for a period of time. And then what happens? You finish off the 21 days, the 60 days, the 90 days, what have you. And then what do you do? Because you don't know how to maintain and continue because it was so extreme what you needed to do to finish that program. When you don't understand how nutrition works in your body and you're just following a diet plan with arbitrary rules, it's very strict, doesn't have flexibility. And when you don't understand what an effective fitness regimen can look like for you, you know, you don't need to work out five, six, seven days per week to be a fit person. When you don't understand how that all works, which I'm speaking from my own experience because I came from a very imbalanced perspective, it is really hard making those types of decisions with what to prioritize. And then you often feel anytime you're making the decision that is not in alignment with that extreme plan, you feel like you're doing something wrong. You think that balance is about following that plan 100% as written and any deviation from that plan's rules is a failure. And then what happens? You can't keep it up. You throw in the towel. You just think this is too hard. I can't do this and I'll get back on track when life gets easier. But we all know life doesn't get easier. Yes, you have periods of ups and downs, but it's never going to be super easy and perfect unless, you know, maybe you win the lottery or although I think that comes with a whole host of problems or, you know, you're lucky enough to be inheriting a very luxurious lifestyle and that is not most of us, okay? There's an excerpt from one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he says, when choosing a new habit, many people seem to ask themselves, what can I do on my best days? The trick is to ask, what can I stick to even on my worst days? Right? He's, he's, he nails it here. This is the problem. We try to create plans that are only going to work if everything else in our life lines up to support us in this extreme plan. So this is where you start. This is how you build confidence. This is how you create balance. You figure out what can I do even on my worst days. And then if you can do more, that is just, as they say, icing on the cake. So let me share an example that literally this week with my client check-in, this is something that we worked through. My client is a high achiever. She is very busy. She has a very successful corporate career. She has two kids with very busy schedules. They're, you know, at that age where they have a ton of activities and she, of course, wants to be as involved as possible. She's an awesome mom and she happens to travel a lot for work. And when we first started working together, of course, okay, we need to use the food scale. You know, we got to figure out what you're eating, make sure we're measuring our food to make sure that you're getting enough protein, that you're getting enough fiber, all those things that this is very typical of where I start with my clients is just getting out the food scale and let's figure out what you're doing. 
Well, guess what? In her house, she does not prepare the food. She does not cook very much. Her husband does most of the cooking. And I mean, by most, I think he does almost all of it. Um, and between that and her schedule and her traveling, I just realized it is not super realistic for her to start using the scale. We've tried. She bought the scale. She was able to do it like one day, but this is not the right first step for her. And instead, this week, we are shifting the focus and making sure she has a different method to make sure she's getting enough protein. She's just going to look at her plate of food. She's going to make sure that protein is taking up a specific portion of her plate. And after track, she's been tracking her food amazingly, still doing a great job tracking so I can see what are the components of the meals and the snacks that she's eating. And I suggested to her, just let's just double most of the servings that you're having. You know, if you're having two eggs, let's have three or four. If you're having something like cottage cheese and yogurt, you can easily see, you know, what those macros are in those food items. And letting her feel like she's having a win because this is a perfectly acceptable solution for her. Because on her best day, maybe on a Sunday where they don't have a ton of activities, maybe she can, you know, pull out the food scale and weigh her food. But the remainder of the time, that's just not going to work for her. So we are building a different system for her that she can do on her quote unquote worst day. And it's not even a worst day. It's just the reality of what her day to day life looks like. And I quickly realized that the plan that I use for most of my clients just wasn't going to work for her. And we needed something that she would be able to stick to, right? That's a goal. Consistency in an imperfect plan is still better than inconsistency with a perfect plan. And this is already helping her feel better. I was able to make that suggestion for her because she had been doing an awesome job tracking her food and I could see the foods that she was eating. And will she get to a point where she's weighing her food? Maybe, maybe not. And that is totally okay. We are choosing habits that she can stick to on her worst days, not just ideal or best days, or forcing her to you know, try to live her life the way that I do or another one of my clients does. That's not going to work for her. So you see how this creates balance? What if she was on a plan that had no flexibility, no room for personalization, and she didn't see any way to be successful with the plan in front of her other than to just keep trying to do what the plan told her to do? So I sent her my weekly check-in feedback with this new adjustment and suggestions for how we're going to approach things this week. And you know what she said to me? She said, you are awesome. This made me feel so good and not defeated. The food scale was stressing me out. I love the thought of just looking at my plate and finding the options for protein. Now, I want to be clear, this is exactly the right plan for her and her body composition, her weight, her activity level. And for my other clients, the food scale is the right fit for them, and it works just fine. This is what I love about one-to-one coaching, the ability to truly help you make the plan that's going to work for you. 
Balance for one person might be weighing their food and cutting back on treats. And balance for another person might be making sure they're eating enough calories and including more treats and more of the foods that they've been afraid of eating or think we're going to make them fat, you know? It's all about the big picture and the individual place that you are starting from. Not everyone is starting from the same place. Virtually no one is. And that's why cookie cutter plans just don't work for the vast majority of people. They might work for the person who, you know, correctly checks the boxes for being appropriate that that plan is the right fit for them. But probably 99% of people who buy a cookie cutter plan, that is not going to be effective for them for the long term. And we need to move away from this idea that a healthy lifestyle is measured only in weight loss. When we do this, it stops us from appreciating the endless list of benefits that come from a healthy lifestyle and have nothing to do with losing weight. That's a very imbalanced way of looking at things. I'm healthy because I'm losing weight. I'm healthy because the scale is going down. That actually is not true, and you should be only dieting very infrequently, and you should not always be striving to be on a diet, because that's not healthy to always be on a diet. And again, nuance here. For one person, it might be really, really helpful to their overall health to lose weight, For another person, it might be really, really helpful to their overall health to just learn to eat in maintenance and build muscle and build habits before even thinking about weight loss. And that is the vast majority of you. You need to learn to live healthy without even trying to lose weight. So ask yourself, what can I stick with on my worst days or worst weeks and then go from there? Will taking a nap today help you feel more energized and push harder on your workout tomorrow versus doing your workout today because that's what the workout calendar says? Or are you trying to skip your workout today because you're just looking for an excuse and you really should stick to your commitment of doing a workout today. It's these types of decisions, should I, shouldn't I, where when you gain confidence and know how to make those choices, it just brings so much peace and clarity to your life. The best way to know you found balance is when you can feel good about today's choice tomorrow. On Sunday, I chose to take a nap instead of doing my workout, and I was so happy I did that. My body needed it. I don't know if I'm still dealing with some leftover fatigue from having COVID or some stressors that I've been dealing with recently. All that may have caught up with me for whatever reason. I was so tired, and I could barely keep my eyes open, and the thought of doing a workout almost made me nauseous. Um, I said, I'm just going to go take a two hour nap. Thankfully, I could do that. It was it was, you know, bad weather. We weren't going anywhere. And after my nap, I still didn't feel like doing a workout. I went to bed at my totally normal time that night. So it wasn't like that nap was extra sleep that I didn't need. My body needed that nap. 
I woke up on Monday and I was so glad that I had not done that workout the day before. And I felt good about that choice. And even though I've had to shift things around the rest of the week, but I only work out four days a week for my strength training. So it's really easy to adjust that schedule as needed. Now, the previous week, I had been really unmotivated to do my workouts for a couple of days that week. I, again, I do four workouts. In two of those days, I just been like, ugh, I don't feel like doing this. I don't know, just some days you feel like that. But I did them anyway because I knew it wasn't an energy level thing. I wasn't sick. I'd slept fine. And part of me maybe was just trying to be lazy And I called myself out on it and I did those workouts even though I didn't feel like it. And I was so glad I did. After my workouts, I felt so good. And sometimes you just need to, again, hold yourself accountable and be honest with yourself. Am I trying to skip out on this because I'm trying to be lazy or do I genuinely need to rest? And you could apply the same mentality when it comes to your food choices as well. I used to have these rules that I made up years ago when I got really into health and fitness and I would say, I'm never going to go more than one day without doing a workout and I'm never going to have more than two days in a row where I have a treat like ice cream, okay? And now I look back on that and realize how much my mentality has switched, how toxic that mindset was. And I feel so much better for it. I feel so much more balanced and confident about my decisions, my food choices, my fitness choices. And it's all about the big picture. And so often you can get caught up in rules and things that don't matter when it comes to healthy habits, you know, like thinking you need to work out and follow someone else's plan rather than, you know, saying, you know what, I can realistically work out three days a week and I can't do six days a week. And guess what? You're going to have better progress working out three days a week and being consistent at that than you will going all in or all out with the six days a week. In my opinion, the best way to finally find that balance you seek is take the time to understand the science behind nutrition nutrition, and fitness. You don't have to become an expert. I certainly don't lecture my clients, but I help them pinpoint what matters and I give them just enough information that they need so that they don't waste their time on things that don't matter. And not everyone needs the same exact information. Not everyone has the same exact questions or concerns or is coming from the same place. And when you're empowered with information, that really helps you move forward and just feel better about your decisions. Part two of the process is being honest, understanding yourself, your environment, and deciding how much effort you're willing to put in to make the changes you want to see. It's going to take effort, especially in the beginning. Balance isn't about everything being equal all the time. It's about giving your time and attention to the things that need your time and attention. And once you create habits and routines that work for you, it takes less and less energy to maintain those habits because they become second nature. It's the upfront effort of understanding the process where we can feel a bit overwhelmed and lost. This is where hiring an expert, even if just for a one-time session, can be really helpful. 
even when my one-to-one coaching spots are full, I always have time for one-time macro count and habit planning sessions. So if that's something you're interested in, you can check the episode details for the link to schedule just a one-time session. And that's what we're talking about here with balance. If you constantly have this fantasy in your head of what balance is going to look like in your life, I'm here to tell you it doesn't exist. And instead, it's just about learning how to make decisions that matter, focusing on what needs to be focused on right now. And once you have it figured out, it's not going to take up so much effort. It's not going to take up so much time and you can move on to the next area that you want to work on. So I hope you found that helpful. Get your life together. Okay. Um, Start taking action. Start thinking about things differently based on what we talked about here today on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. If you enjoyed the information and discussion we had here today, then make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you're serious about making changes with your nutrition and fitness, then you definitely want to join my weekly newsletter list as well. You can find the link below and more information in the episode details. That's all for today, and we will see you back here next week for a new episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast.